Have you ever found yourself at a total loss of words when somebody has said something that is inappropriate or offensive to you? Like maybe your system just kind of freezes up in that moment. And then after the fact, you kind of walk away and think, ah, I wish I had have said this, or I wish I had have said that, but the moment is gone and passed. If that feels familiar, you are so not alone. And so in today's episode, I'm going to share some scripts, some phrases that you can maybe try out in your life and see how they feel for you in those moments when you need to protect yourself without escalating a conflict with somebody else. Because this is really the risk that we're all afraid of so much of the time, right? We want to be able to protect ourselves. We want to be able to set boundaries. But one of the things that often stops us from doing that is this fear of it kind of exploding and blowing up in our faces. So I'm so glad that you are listening. This is the Boldest Love Podcast. I'm your host, April Boyd, and I'm a psychotherapist and coach. And if you've been listening for a while, you know that this is a place where we talk about how we show up in our lives, how we show up in our conversations, in our conflicts, and how we take responsibility for our side of the yard without over-functioning or over-caretaking or taking too much responsibility for somebody else's mess on their side of the fence. So thank you so much for joining me. This is a question that somebody sent in to me and I just wanted to spend a bit of time with it because I know that we've all been there. We have all been in this place where somebody says something rude or hurtful or a bit shocking and it knocks you off your game right? And you find yourself just kind of paralyzed in that moment and having to kind of live with that, right? Maybe over the next couple of days as that still kind of just works its way through your system. So here's what I thought of when this question came in to me. I stepped back and I thought about, you know, how has that changed for me in my life of how am I more grounded now and what's allowed me to do that? And I thought of really two main things. So the first one is managing the stress of our lives. And we all know that when we are sleep deprived, when we are overworked, when we are running a million miles an hour, we really don't have any tolerance or space for anything else to get layered on top of us. And so when we are in a tense moment or a challenging moment, whether that's with our partner and somebody that we adore or somebody that we really have to kind of keep our guard up around, we end up just getting really reactive because our system is so tense anyways. So that's one thing I want you to just think about, right? The more relaxed we are in our daily life, the more relaxed we are in these moments of conflict and tension. But the bigger thing that I want you to think about, because I know that that other one is a longer range goal, right? It's kind of a lifelong pursuit. But the other thing that I want you to think about is when you know that you will protect yourself, you don't have to worry quite so much about trying to stay grounded when somebody else does something that's hurtful or offensive, because it's kind of like, If I know that I've got my rain jacket on, 
I don't really need to stress out if it starts to rain. I'm already good. I already have what I need. I'm already protected. And so oftentimes when I hear this question and when I see people kind of um, wrestling with the space of how do I speak up? How do I protect my boundaries? How do I defend myself when there's something happening that's not really okay? I think that oftentimes what we're practicing is really some self-trust and building that up for ourselves. Because when I know that I have my own back, it doesn't knock me so much off kilter if somebody else does something or says something stupid or hurtful. So let me explain a little bit more about what this looks like. And this stuff is the skills that just takes a bit of practice as you find the language that feels most comfortable for you. This becomes your raincoat. (laughs) This becomes that little bit of armor that you can take out when you need to. So let's say that somebody asks you an inappropriate question. Now, of course, there's a moment where your system might register that and feel a bit rattled, but when you know how to respond to that, it becomes a bit easier. And the more you practice that, the easier it gets. So one of the ideas that I really love comes from Kasia Urbanek, and she talks about the idea of answering a question, an inappropriate question or a hurtful or offensive question with a question. So, and I realized that I was kind of intuitively doing this in my own life for a long time. So when somebody would say something inappropriate, and if I could feel that it was a little bit intended to make me uncomfortable, it was intended as a bit of a jab, I might just reposition that spotlight and focus it back on them. Why do you ask? Why are you asking me that? And in that moment, when we reposition it, We take ourselves out of this old default position of I somehow owe this person an answer and instead we move into a place of self-protection and self-trust. I'm not, because I don't know about you, but I've certainly been in that position where somebody asks me something and even though I'm not comfortable answering it, right? Even though that's not, maybe that's a sensitive topic that they've just touched on, whether they realize it or not. Maybe it's just a topic I don't want to get into with that particular person in this particular setting or at that particular moment in time. But there's times when I have betrayed myself because I'm answering the question anyways. And notice that the more we do that, the more scary and vulnerable the world kind of feels as we're walking around without our armor and without our raincoat, right? We've not really shown ourselves that we'll protect ourselves. In fact, in that moment, I just laid down under the bus, right? I just let it roll over me. I participated in that. And we do this partly because we have this automatic habit of just giving other people what they want, this automatic habit of following this protocol that because somebody asks me something, I owe them an answer, right? Owe them a response. So when we can break out of that and start to equip yourself with these words and this habit of just, why do you ask? And if the person's been a little bit 
jabbing, right? Where it's very clear that it's a jabbing kind of energy that they're asking me. I might have a little bit more of a tone. Why are you asking me that right now? And it just changes the dynamic. It's like when you look at animals in the wild, if you've ever watched like Discovery Show, right? You've shifted the dynamic where you're no longer in the position of prey. You've stopped, you've held your ground, and in fact, you've put the ball back on their court. Now they're the ones that have an uncomfortable question to answer. So I thought this was really brilliant in the way that Cash Urbanic describes this in her work, but it really is just this strategy of responding to the question with a question. And when you can find a couple of these phrases, you just keep them in your back pocket. So it just becomes something you don't even have to think about in the moment. Why are you asking me that right now? Why do you want to know? Now, if it's somebody that's asking me an inappropriate question, and I can tell that they don't have malicious intent, they're just a little bit unaware, or they don't realize what they're stepping into, that that's a sensitive topic for me, I might respond in a way that acknowledges the goodness in that person so that it doesn't create a moment where I'm now hurting them. So I might say, oh, you know what? I know that you're asking because like, you know, you care about me, but that's just not really a topic that I want to get into right where we are right now. Or I might say, oh, you know what? I appreciate you asking, but this isn't, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just tired of telling that story. And we can be both gentle to the other person and close the door. So it doesn't feel like a rejection when we say something that just offers that little bit of that gentleness to that person first. Oh, I, I appreciate you asking, but that's just not something I want to talk about right here. Right? And then we kind of just move on. Now, Let's say that somebody's made a passive aggressive comment to you, right? And we've all been in those situations, whether that's with an in-law or a friend who's got her nose at a joint for some reason, or there's a colleague that just kind of does some kind of power struggle with you. This is a little bit of a different dance, but it kind of goes back to that first one that we talked about when you know you're being a bit jabbed by somebody. So, Again, we want to just flip the focus back over to the person. And so one of the phrases that I heard, and I wish I could remember who I got this um, line from, I read it like in an article or a blog like years ago, uh, and I thought it was really quite brilliant. And what the woman talked about was basically just holding that position and essentially shouldn't describe it this way, but the strategy is essentially you're holding up a mirror to what the person is doing in that moment. And this doesn't have to be aggressive. This doesn't have to be reactionary, but we're just holding up the mirror. So let's say somebody says something like, oh, April, nice to see you cooking. You know, you don't really do that very often, right? Oh, you haven't been cooking in a while, right? Make some kind of comment. Don't really see you in the kitchen that often, right? Whatever that is. I might say, you know, 
When you say it's such a nice change to see me cooking, it sounds like maybe you don't think I do a good enough job around my house. Is that true? So notice that we're just literally holding that person accountable for what they're saying in the moment. And so often when I think of my own self in the past, what I would actually do is absorb the blow to not rock the boat, which was actually really counterproductive because, you know, it was this fear of conflict, right? And this fear of not really being able to protect myself that would kind of just make me brush it off or go silent and almost kind of pretend I didn't really hear it, right? And what we're doing is we're just keeping that dynamic going. And so depending on the context and the person saying it to me, I might still keep my voice really light and breezy. And when you say that, sounds like maybe you think I'm a terrible cook and I might be smiling and keeping my body language really relaxed and open. So I'm holding them accountable, but I'm not going into a fight zone. Notice how that feels really different. Notice how we can keep it really light, but still very strong. And the last thing that I want to offer is if you find yourself in a position with somebody that takes these kind of shots at you, whether they realize that they're doing it or not, this really is about the practice of it. The more you practice it, the more it becomes automatic responses, right? Like think about it when somebody says, hey, how are you? How do you respond? Almost automatically. Good, thanks, you. Fine, thanks. How are you? We have these programmed habits and this stuff can function the exact same way when you give yourself room to just practice this. So this becomes a little bit about focusing on the war, not the battle, right? I want to get good at this long term, not necessarily expect myself to be able to nail it really well in each moment because we don't. There's times when my tone has come out way sharper than I intended it to. There's times when my tone did not come out strong enough. There's times when I still went silent, even though I know better right? This is kind of just the human dance of it. So you have to give yourself room to think about this as a practice. And what helps in is knowing that with that person who steps on your toes, guaranteed, they're going to do it again. <laughs> you are, if this is somebody you have repeated points of contact with, they're going to do it again. You are going to have another opportunity to rebalance this with them. So cut yourself some slack if you felt like you overshot or did not shoot far enough, right? And and know that this is about a long-term relationship. You know, with most of the people that we're talking about with this dynamic, you actually have a long-term relationship with them. That's why it's so frustrating and powerless feeling and upsetting, right? So notice that you'll just get another time. So if something happens and you didn't get it right, right? You were a little too firm. You were a little too soft. Let it go. 
you'll get another chance to do it better. And I would argue you need to give yourself that grace to do it imperfectly. Otherwise, we're never going to do it at all. We're never going to stand up for ourselves, which is actually like the nail in the coffin for those relationships. Because what happens when I have somebody in my life that I can never really speak up around? Then I constantly feel like I'm under attack and I can't protect myself. We're done. Whether they necessarily realize it or not, we're done, (laughs) right? At some point, we write them off. At some point, we say they're just a terrible person and we close ourselves off from them. Or maybe we just need to reposition the dance. Maybe they don't realize how hard they're shoving. Maybe they're just not really great at relationships. Maybe there's a thousand and one reasons that have nothing to do with you about why they interact with people in this aggressive or passive aggressive or inappropriate way. The main point here is that this is really about your relationship between you and you. Do I know that I will protect myself? Or am I going to repeat a long history of just staying silent, biting my tongue, and throwing myself under the bus when a moment of hurt or upset happens? So I would love to hear your thoughts on this. And again, filter this through, through your own wisdom, through the dynamics of your own unique situation. Play with this, experiment with this, and find the words and the path that works for you. So I would love it so much if you found this useful, if you shared it on Instagram and tagged me at with love April, that would mean the world to me and feel free to share this with a friend who would benefit from it. And if you have a question or a topic that you would love to hear me talk about or love to hear my thoughts on, then please send it in to me. You can DM me again on Instagram at with love April. Take care. Thanks for listening.